Tom Bernard Show with Tom Pittman, Andy Brant Bernard, Cassie Schrader. Is that really loud? Does that sound loud to you guys? Sounds loudish. Yeah, it's pretty loud. Yeah. What are you deaf? No. <laughs> A little young to be deaf, aren't you? You pill. I can turn it down. <laughs> I can turn it down. All right, we'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Are you a male horror, Kevin? Because this is male horror music, you know. He's afraid to answer that. <laughs> He's like, oh. This is from American Gigolo. That's where this song came from. Call me. Yeah, it was from the movie American With, Gigolo. Uh, who's the Richard guy Richard Gere. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie, actually. A famous scene of him standing next to the window, full frontal. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's like... right. That's right. He does the full frontal. And I didn't see it till I was you know, an adult, and I knew my whole life my mom had a major crush on Richard Gere, oh, and now yeah. I know why. <laughs> oh, he's packing heat? Yeah. He was packing some heat. That's why the women love him, huh? Um, who is it? Bill Duke. Was the the very large? You ever seen the movie American Gigolo? Uh, nope. The only Gigolo movie I've seen is uh, Deuce Bigelow. The male Gigolo. The male Gigolo. Okay. Um, in the movie American Gigolo, remember the very large black man in that? Yeah, vaguely. The Bill Duke is his real name. I am at that movie with Philip in a pretty much packed theater, <laughs> and he hollers out, "Look at Bill Duke, ugliest big in in Hollywood." <laughs> 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 Philip. 
Don't do that with me around, would you please? And then he denies doing it. I brought it up to you. He goes, I never said that. And yeah, you did. Of course he denies it. He denies ever saying it. God, I'll never forget it. Uh, Papa, John, Papa John's has now kicked John Schnatter out of their offices. They evicted him from their offices. It was so dumb. Why? It's so dumb. I'm I, not boycotting Papa John's. No. 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 Why, why did he say what he... So he said Colonel Sanders used to use call people big ends all the time. Yeah, because from what I understood, it was a they're having a PR meeting. Oh yeah, and he was saying like referencing the past and was like, oh, he, Colonel Sanders said this and he never got in trouble. And now it's a different time. We have to be careful. And then somebody yeah. turned him in for actually saying it instead of. But he, he wasn't say he wasn't calling. No, anybody he, yeah, that. he didn't call anybody. Like as far as using it, I think this is one we should just. Should have gave him a pass on this one. Now, understand this is spelled with an A. It's not even close to the same word. And the big N is actually a mispronunciation by Irish settlers of the word Negro. But this word, um, who the hell was it again? Oh, it was Pat Royce. Used the mm-hmm. word niggardly, which is spelled differently. But they said, you can't even use that anymore. It's, like, it's a different word. Of course, yeah. it has nothing to do with the big <laughs> N. It means cheap. Yeah. N-I-G-G-A-R. L-Y. But now the Star Tribune will not use that word ever again. You can't just wipe out the whole language because somebody thinks it is what it isn't. Right, yeah. Somebody else is ignorant and doesn't know what the word means, and then now you get in trouble for... I'm sure you'll get... Somebody will hear this and, oh, you hear what Tom Bernard said. Oh, that that word? Yeah, yeah I suppose. That, yeah, probably. Oh, he should be fired for using the word cheap. It's not even close to the same word. Yeah. There are other words out there that, that you could... Get your tit in a ringer for, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, this is not what you think it is. It's a completely different word, but the Star Tribune will not use it anymore, I guess. Yeah. They just won't even use it. And I wonder who turned Papa John's in. Like, who turned... One of those people from well, laundry service. Yeah. It was somebody from... Either that or it was somebody from Papa John's who wanted him out. Yeah, or Ooh, something. Like, I bet Kevin. it was, like, the second in command and was like, Ooh, I'm going to leak this. And yeah. now our stocks are going to go down. I'll take over and they'll... A credit the turnaround to me. Oh, I did notice the new CEO went all after John Schnatter. Like, the horrible language that he used. It might have been him that did it. Probably. Might have been. We're trying to move up the ladder. Yep. Not L- a- Luckily, I'm in radio, so nobody can try to move up the ladder by getting me fired for <laughs> using the word for cheap. No, it's the biggest problem with all that stuff that I have, and it happened many years ago. And Andy, you could probably explain this better than anybody. Um. I, re- I cut a commercial, and it was probably 15 years ago. I cut a commercial, and then I heard the commercial on the air. There's a line in the commercial that I never said, but it's me saying it. Oh, yeah, you can cut stuff together so easily. It's with unbelievable. Well, I suppose digitally now there's not even any – you can't even tell it wasn't originally in there. No, probably not. So somebody could just well, take I mean, what I just said. you have to have said something like it. Well, right. that's what I'm saying. So if somebody cut the L-Y off of what I just said, it's going to sound like I said the big yeah. N yeah. right in front of Tevin. <laughs> which I, I look bad for not doing anything. Yeah, and then you <laughs> didn't do anything this, about it. So what terrible. are you doing? What are you doing, Tevin? <laughs> Stick up for your people. What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, Papa John's International Incorporated's board put further distance between the pizza chain and its outspoken former uh, founder, or founder, I should say. John Schnatter, for using a racial slur, agreeing to review all ties to him, evict him from the headquarters, and remove him from all marketing materials. How long ago did, uh, 
what's his face stopped doing their commercials? A quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Oh, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, yeah. Last year, I think. Yeah. Was it last year? Who does them now? I think just. Yeah, I think I've only seen John in recent ones. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not going to be. That's not going to go. They're going to have to find somebody new. Maybe they can get uh, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> think they'll, get, they'll think they'll get like a black person to do it as well to try, right. and, to try and write the. I know the who show. loves pizza. That would be me. <laughs> I think that'd be wonderful. They should get honest to God. They should get like Jermaine Fowler. I thought you know oh, who Jermaine yeah. Fowler. Oh, yeah. I love Jermaine. I, I just talked to him this morning, and it, okay. it, it, we had him in one time. He's just a great guy. Yeah. He was man. He's unbelievable. The stuff that he goes with because yeah. he's got that movie. What sorry to what is it called? The new movie he's got. Well, yeah, and he was in the, uh, what was it, Superior Donuts yep, on CBS. Yep. And I remember when he came. That's why we had him on, as a matter of fact. I remember when he came to the House of Comedy before he kind of blew up. Yeah, I remember you that. You could tell, yep, he's going to be on to something. And, and that was Sorry to ago. bother you. Sorry to bother you, that's it. How long ago was it you had Jermaine follow uh, up? That was probably like comedy. three years ago now. Like three years? Yeah. And I, yeah, I remember sitting in the office with him, giving him his check in. Uh, Rick was in town. He was. Uh, we're like, yeah, we think right. you're gonna have a bright career in front of you. And he was, no, we'll see, we'll see. And we'll see. A year later, do you hear CBS. this morning now? Okay, mm-hmm. so he's on Superior Donuts. We had him in here, not at the old studio. Yeah, he came in to do that show because you brought him in to do the show yep. with Rick Bronson House Comedy. And by the way, did did they move out that other woman already again? Not Shay, but the other one. Um, I don't know. Because she didn't come in last week. Marissa? Marissa, yeah. What happened to Marissa? I don't know. I haven't, uh... Man, they move everybody out of there. Where's <laughs> Murray? Murray's gone. Yeah, Murray's, <laughs> Murray's off in the distance somewhere. <laughs> I thought he was trying to, like, do his own thing. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw him. He's doing, like, uh, like photography now and trying to promote what? shows or something. I like Murray. And... I always liked Murray. But he's hustling. He would sit down at the other end of the table. Yeah, let me tell you something. He get all he get all hoodie all of a sudden when you put him on the air. It was hilarious. Really good guy, really nice guy. But um, I see that our guy uh, David Martinez is not doing too well. Which and seriously, even though you called me all those names and said that I'm a racist and all that, I feel sorry for David Martinez. He's got he now domestic violence accusations. Mm-hmm. He's been kicked out of the library. He's been kicked out of Twins games, and now. The mayor of St. Paul went after him and said, man, you should withdraw from the race because apparently he posted a topless photo of the wife he's battling with. That's not That's smart. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to do that, David. <laughs> Seriously, David, I will sit down with you and give you some counseling, even though you think <laughs> I'm the biggest prick in the world. I'm not. First of all, I'm pretty sure, I'm not certain about this, but I don't think Shay and Tevin and JB and all these people would come in if I was a racist. I kind of doubt you'd be no, here. No, probably not. Probably you wouldn't be probably, going. We'll Look, I like this Tom one out. <laughs> Even though he's a racist, I'm going to yep. go in and, and hang out with him. Once you get past the hood and the and the cloak, the white hood and cloak, he's a nice guy. No, I'd, uh, I'd sit this one out. Yeah, so basically, JB constantly refers to himself as my youngest brother. Mm-hmm. And then you sent me a Father's Day card from yep. your black son. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't be doing that if I was racist. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure that's true. I like Shay. You mm-hmm. met Shay? Yep. Yeah, I've met her. I've been into the house of comedy a couple of times oh, yeah? recently, and yeah, yeah, Sorry. she's she's very nice. I oh, don't yeah. know that I want to piss her off though. No, she no, looked no. like she could kick. I was like, I'm just gonna sit over here in the back. If you, <laughs> exactly. to, if you need me to move, let me know, and I'll uh, I'll be. Let me tell you one thing. <laughs> she bust your ass. I'm telling you. But anyway, David, I hope things. You, you got to get this straightened away seriously. Chad Hartman. Uh, 
I don't know that he def- well, he kind of defended me, but Chad and I have been friends for a long time. We're not close friends, but we're friends. And Sid, of course, I've known Sid for 34 years, something like that. But um, he was on on Chad's show, and he started going after me and the KQ Morning Show and all that. David, you got to focus on on what you need, not what other people are doing wrong. And I know that's what the world does now. They love to focus on what how, what's wrong with you instead of what's wrong with them. And I've told, I said it on the air this morning. David, I've had a temper at some times in my life that was uncontrollable, and I know what you're going through. I don't know why you're going through it. Maybe the, you know, the rocky marriage right now or whatever it is or the stress of running for public office, which you're not going to have, be able to do anymore, I wouldn't think. They're probably not going to vote for you if you're showing you know, titty pics of your wife. That's probably no, not a good idea. So I don't know what that's all about, but, you know, you need to calm down. I think he saw what's-her-name win in New York and figured, hey, I've got a Latino name. I'm, you know, I can yeah, win maybe. for sure easily with, you know, because she won maybe. with basically, she had no qualifications and just, you know, she did win because she's Hispanic, but apparently that doesn't fly here. Well, the problem you got here is that <laughs> Muslims will win offices. That one That's woman, true. She was what, mm-hmm. she was a, what, what was she a, was she a city council woman? I think. I th- yeah, I think she. Yeah, and now, now she's going to be like the. Uh, she's going to be a congresswoman. Woman's had a three-day career and she's just blowing <laughs> up, which is fine. Yeah. I don't give a rat's ass. I couldn't care one way or another. If she's qualified, if you feel she's qualified, then she's qualified. Well, except she doesn't like white people, so that's kind well, of a problem. Well, that's you know. That's what I voted for. <laughs> yeah, see, there's Tevin stabbing for. us right in the back there. Oh, you hate whitey? I'll vote for you. No problem at all. We'll take care. Well, of I mean, like. I got this news story today. A Minnesota mm. man, this is a local story, a Minnesota man serving life for two oh, murders yeah. runs for U.S. Senate, and he's able to run for U.S. Senate. Is, from prison? Yeah, <laughs> from prison. <laughs> we'll read the news story when we come back from the break, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like, this Wait, is... Wait, we have like four minutes left. No, oh. she's been coming back. What yeah, because it... <laughs> you pay attention to the clock. Well, I didn't want to like start a news story. I figured we could read. She's a... just paging through the news <laughs> instead of watching the clock. Really nice. Producer. Well, there's a lot of when you have news stories from the weekend, it's just like a pile of news stories because right. you know nothing really gets updated because apparently nobody can. Uh, you can tell on Mondays the news stories are really long and good. Mm-hmm, By Friday, mm-hmm. they're like. Two paragraphs. There's misspellings right. They're everywhere. They're all ready for the weekend. And let's just get this out quick. Yep. There's no work in afternoon on Thursday in the summertime. They yeah. just don't work. That's I know. Just a fact, so though. it's like you get good quality news Monday, but Friday is <laughs> a different story. Let's have a vote of all listeners why it is that God thinks I should be stuck with you, Catherine, Alex on this show, and with Brittany, Candace, and Michelle on the morning show. What the hell's that all about? What did you do in a past life? Yeah, what did I do? Oh, so yeah, you, you screwed somebody over. <laughs> yeah, I must have screwed somebody over to be tortured like this. It's just the way it is. But in any case, yeah, I just want to make very clear uh, to David Martinez and his friends, I'm not criticizing you. You've got some criticism coming your way, but not for me because I don't know you. But uh, seriously, go to your friends, whomever you trust, because, you know, you think I'm a racist and a horrible human being and I'm a bully and all the rest of it. So, I mean, I literally would sit down with you and say, hey, I've been there. I know I've been really pissed off at the world, too. You got to let it go. I'm just telling you, David, you got to let it go. And that's just how it is. Well, do you think a lot of men, particularly, especially when it comes to anger, they don't 
they feel ashamed to admit that they have an issue and to get treatment. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably true. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, a lot of people I know need anger management, but they just refuse to acknowledge it and get treatment for it. Yeah, you know? that's true. So I don't know if it's like a a manly thing or... Yeah, it's got to be like a pride type yeah. of thing where you can't admit that... Yeah. Or you think like, oh, I'll just battle through it, I'll battle through it, like I yeah. battle through everything else in life, and now yeah. you're too far down the rabbit hole. You mm-hmm. don't want to do that. No. There's no question about it. So that's that deal, and... David, my last warning, and then I'll let it go. I had to give up drinking because I threatened to stab someone in a restaurant down in Palm Beach. So don't get that far. (laughs) I'm just saying, you don't want to go that far down the rabbit hole, man. But I've been there, and I know exactly why you're pissed off. or uh, Not the reasons you're pissed off, but how pissed off you are. I understand it, but you just gotta you gotta let it go. I'm just telling you. It's the only good thing for you. And they have little children, I believe. I think he has three kids or something like that, so... Take care of your children, take care of yourself, and like I said, you might think I'm your enemy, but you're wrong. A committee of independent directors ordered termination of so-called former founder, this is John Schnatter we're talking about, his agreement that designated Schnatter as the brand's face and voice and has requested he ceased media appearances on behalf of the firm. What's he going to do? And now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Carson Show, John (laughs) Schnatter, Mr. Pizza. I mean, what's he going to do? I don't know. I'm going to have him on anything. I don't know. That's a tough road to hoe there. But, yeah, I, I don't think what he did was necessarily wrong. All he did was use a word that somebody else used, and you can't call him a racist or using racist language. Someone definitely yeah. used this yeah, as a did. political yeah, power move or a terrible. corporate power move. Which means you're a, whoever did this, you're a scumbag. And, look, John Schneider was an arrogant little prick, and that's his problem. <laughs> well, he is. He's an arrogant little guy, and that pisses everybody off. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020. To RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Little brains too for Monday. Yeah, there you go. Now we're talking. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I hit the post. Yes, you did. No problem. Because you're a professional. Yeah, that's it. 
Tevin's here, Andy's here, Cassie's here. Catherine should be here in any minute, but she had a bunch of duties with uh, our granddaughter and grandson, so she'll be here, though. Now, Cassie brought this up before, but did not know the connection between this guy, a man serving a life sentence without parole after being convicted of two murders, is running for a U.S. Senate seat, which he cannot do. You can't run for office if you're in prison for life without parole. How are you so, going to serve the U.S. Senate, Leonard? Uh, do you get out on work release for that? Like, Yeah, I, listen, i got to get down to the Senate and vote today. So, so here's the deal. Cassie did not know this when she posted this story. <laughs> I know. But my lovely wife, Catherine, was on Leonard Richards' uh, trial on the jury for seven months. And my wife is one of the people that convicted him of life without possible parole for double murder. I believe he killed his sister... And then he killed his attorney. Hey. Oh, yeah, he did oh. kill his attorney. I know that much. <laughs> What's his name? Leonard Richards. Leonard, of course, after he was sent to prison, sent me a letter at KQRS saying it's because I was a quote-unquote media celebrity, my wife convicted him to double murder. It's my fault. His half-sister and his lawyer. Well, his half-sister and his lawyer. Okay, Leonard, I, I had you wrong there for a minute. Yeah. Leonard Richards is now 75 years old, convicted of killing his half-sister, Mary Wilson, in 1982, and of shooting dead his lawyer, Robert Stratton, in 1987. So he went kind of a murder spree there for about five years. Leonard, calm down. He is serving a life term in Stillwater Prison in Minnesota, where the law allows felons to run for federal office but bars them from vying for state-level office. So you can run for federal office but not state office. What the hell's wrong with you people? The sister of Mr. Stratton told the Star Tribune newspaper that the Minnesota Secretary of State's office could not keep Richards off the ballot. She wants voters to be informed of Richards' history and intends to ask politicians to change the requirements, stating that even one vote for this murderer is too many. Uh, Bert Black, legal advisor for the Minnesota Secretary of State's office, said the courts have ruled that the agency cannot stop a prisoner from filing an affidavit of candidacy. The only valid requirements are that you be of a certain age, and that you live in the state on election day, essentially. Mr. Black wrote in an article. Uh, Richards is said to be aware of the loophole and has unsuccessfully tried to run for federal office in the past. Well, uh, maybe you should catch a hint there, Leonard. (laughs) Yeah, Leonard said it was my fault that he was convicted of double murder because I used my quote-unquote celebrity status. I never mm. met you in my life, Leonard. I don't know why you think I would go after you, other than the fact that you're batshit crazy. But other than that. <laughs> well, I mean, you committed murder. That was your fault. Nobody yeah. else. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I, once you kill two people, I don't think there, you don't really need anybody to <laughs> petition for you to go to prison. That's kind of a so. unanimous, yeah, we're just yeah. going to send them in there. Yeah, I mean, I just don't that nobody can take responsibility anymore. It's ridiculous. I murdered somebody, and it's your fault that yeah, I did well, it, Well, there you go. It's true. That's <laughs> Come on. Think. It doesn't even make sense. You are correct. So basically, Leonard, I'm still using my quote-unquote celebrity <laughs> status to lord over you. That's what I'm doing. So, And if he loses, it's going to be your fault. Be my fault. Because you read the news story. and <laughs> I cannot tell you over the 33 years the letters that I've gotten from psychos. It is one woman sent me a letter many years ago. That said, when are you going to pay me for writing this daily script for the KQ Morning Show? She thought she had written the first five years of scripts for the... You ever heard the KQ Morning Show? 
It is the most unscripted thing in history. That's why it falls apart at times. Yeah, so she's a terrible script writer. She, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you're a script writer, you're not very good at it. No, I just uh, found something from the past. What's that? Minneapolis, St. Paul, listen up. This is Jesse the Body Ventura oh, talking God. to you from the Chicago Lake Liquor Store across from Sears in Minneapolis. Where should you turkeys go to buy your beer? Go. Chicago Lake Liquor Store. You can get the finest in domestic beer as well as imported beer. You can drink little bottles or drink it like the body does. Chicago Lake Liquor is the number one beer store. They buy more, so you buy for less. Save even more on 3K special. Number there it is. God, who is that, who is that voiceover guy? I recognize that I know, voice. me too. But I can't think this of who is it is. This is 1984, if that helps. Let me just tell you something. I go to Chicago Lake Liquor. <laughs> I go to Chicago Lake Liquor. Um, I bet oh, yeah. you do. It's, what's his name? It's Phil, uh, is the owner. What the hell is his I name? I guess I don't know. I don't. Phil uh, something. I can't remember his last name. But yeah, he's done a good job. The owner uh, of like Liquors. I just love how, like most professional wrestlers, use the word turkey as I an know. insult. I know turkey. It's yeah, like... you turkey. <laughs> really? That's your really blasting the way. You honky mother effer. That's a better one. <laughs> what? I, I like that one. I have a. I have. I, I talk like a truck driver sometimes. I do. Yeah. So does Catherine. Yeah. I've constantly throwing out the f-bomb and oh, i try so and not do it around my children but you know yeah. what are you gonna do yeah what are you gonna do uh i don't know so who owns chicago lake liquors andy i am not sure it doesn't say who owns it i know that guy he owned it forever he's a nice guy but he uh yeah he apparently had the body do some spots for him so when did it, when awesome. was jesse uh the the governor again it was at 1998 or something? 1998 to... 2002. That was when he was the governor? So. No, because I thought Plenty was governor when 9-11 happened. Mm, that's here. true, yeah. So maybe so, it was 96 to 2000. Yeah. He was governor 99 to 2003. Oh, so he what? was the governor when during 9-11 then? Yep. When our current governor was hiding under his desk in the U.S. Senate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. How you people out there keep voting for these lame brains, I will never understand. I don't understand you at all. Now, I know they voted for Jesse as a joke and never thought he was going to win, but he won anyway because enough of you thought it was funny. But yeah. he used to, he used to, you know, people blame that on me too. I get blamed for that too. What, that he was elected? It's your fault he was elected because he was your friend and you had him on all the time. Yeah, okay, that's right. You're absolutely right. That was my fault too. Well, I think people at the time were really, I mean, because we were coming off, uh, well, Clinton was still in office. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, th I just think people, when you have a candidate like that, people crave change. Yeah. They do. So yeah. it was like this is something new, different, and it appealed to the younger voter. So I think that's why he got voted in. I can't though. believe that was 20 years ago. Already. I know. Good God. Although it does I, not seem like 20 years I ago. I did like the fact he got rid of those emission tests. Yeah, he did. Only, you know why he did that, though? Why? Well, he changed the licensing fees, too, because he had a very expensive car and didn't want to pay for the tabs for it. Oh, yeah. So he changed the tab rule. They changed it back since he left, but... Do you, are you old enough to remember emissions tests? Uh, nope. I was 90, 1998. I would have been 
six years old. Yeah, see, what you had to do is if you wanted to get your tabs, you had to go to an emissions test facility, oh, okay. and they tested your emissions, and if your car was emitting too much, you had to get it yeah, fixed you before you could get yep. your tabs. And they do that in, Here's I don't know if they though. still do it, but they do that in Louisiana when I lived down there. Like, they give you a sticker. If you never lived in Louisiana, oh, yes. what are you talking yeah, about? You lie. Down in Baton Rouge. You lie. That's where my family's from. <laughs> what, what month are you born? Uh, March. Oh, you just missed it. You were almost 92.5. If you had been born in mm. June, you'd been 92.5. Mm. Or July. I can change my birthday. We'll when just change my birth certificate or something. When in March? Company man. March 21st. Catherine's is March 31st. What do you think of that? Tevin's wow. Tevin's 10 days older than me? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Tevin's exactly is 10 days older than you. That's exactly the same. So I'm going to pass this along to people. So Catherine and I went golfing last night. Played nine Which holes. Which hilarious. Golden this that woman I'm golfing at has all? one of the most beautiful golf swings I've ever seen. Stripes it down the middle over 200 yards for a woman. That's yeah. for, I mean, for a, a woman. For, no, yeah. no, I'm not just saying for an average for woman, lady. 200 is pretty good. Not a professional golfer, but no, you know. And but, I'm not making any claims. <laughs> to I'm that just out. telling you. She, well, she first of all, she birdied number seven but on her own her drive her you, second shot you know how it is i haven't golfed in five years that's probably the round of my life and i should just quit now yeah yeah i'm not that's kidding how it works hardest hole in the golf course mm. number seven in golden valley is the number one hardest hole in the golf it course. it is yes don't ever tell me things like that she hit her drive her second shot and made about a 20 foot putt i did make an amazing putt i was impressed oh, here we with go. my putt. Oh, it was a I wonderful putt i was putter. like i'm never making this putt it goes right in i'm like what it was unbelievable it just bent right into the hole yeah, it was that was shocking but no it was a ball you should take up golf and then i'd return uh, yeah hey so you just missed it for women my age you just missed the story of your life sister uh-oh uh-oh there's a guy who's in uh serving life in prison mm. is running for u.s senate <laughs> it's true and by the way he can you can't run for state office but you can run for federal office if you're in prison well that makes total sense because most of them are crooks right yeah no here we go <laughs> so, let me run it something by you, some stats by here so he's a minnesota man he's serving life without parole right he's running for u.s senate so he likes a lot of attention mm-hmm. he's serving life for murdering his sister and his attorney i know who <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I think I'm on his hit list, too. Your buddy. Yeah, oh, yeah, probably. I am, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, too. So Remember it's Judge Oleski, if he's still around. I wonder if, would you see if Judge Oleski's still alive? I hope he is. What a great guy. Yeah. Judge he's Oleski's a, really a great guy. guy. I hope he's, he's still with us. So, and the fact that he can run for Senate has got to be a loophole. Like, when they were making laws, they're like, should we make it so prisoners can't run? And they're just like, ah, no, nobody's got that much confidence. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Leonard <laughs> Richards does. To, Turn around and bite him in the oh, ass. That's another name I hope to never hear. There's four people's names I never hope to hear again. Tom he's Bernard. on the list. Oh, you, what do you point to me? She goes, he's on the list. Said, <laughs> you pointed right at me. How do you spell Oleski? O L E S K Y. I. O L E S K Y. Is it Y? I'm pretty sure it's Y. Let's see here. Minnesota. Oh, you forgot an I. Where's Alan Oleski. Alan Oleski, that's him. Yep, that's him. He's still with us, I hope. Really good guy. Oh, here we go. Judge. Uh, he retired in 2008. Yes, I think did. he's still okay. alive. Good. He's a great guy. But he he did was a seven month trial. Oh, yeah, here we go. He's a statewide senior judge now. Yep. Oh, he is wonderful. From 2007 to 2019. 
I'm the glad s- to hear. What does that mean, statewide? He doesn't go traveling around at well, his I think age. he does. What? I think, he, I think that's what they do, yeah. Wow. I'm not he sure. He goes to uh, different uh, Oh, maybe he's like a court Maybe he's something. a fill-in judge? Maybe. Yeah, because well, I can't imagine him working full-time. He's got to be pretty old. Now. Looks like he was born in 1938, they think. Three years younger than Elvis Presley. Yeah. So, so, so he's only eight. Well, I mean, Catherine, he's 80. I've got to tell you something. I thought he was 80 back I'm then. Very, I'm very serious. Uh, even though Leonard Richards looks a lot older than he did when you were on a strike, because that was, what, 20 years ago at least? At least. At least. Uh, he Kids still has that crazy-ass look in his eye. You know what's it's so weird there. about him is he was he is an intelligent person. Oh, he's a very smart guy, yeah. He is smart. Yep. His problem is, is that he thinks he's smarter than everybody else. He's a murderer, yeah. He and, thought he and, could get away with murder. And the murdering murder. thing. <laughs> so didn't he burn down the house that his half-sister was in? Isn't that how it happened? Uh, there, was, there was carbon monoxide. There was all kinds of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I you know what? It might have been carbon monoxide. just don't even right. want to think about him. Uh-oh. Here's Tevin's favorite story of the day. Yep. CVS manager calls cops over black woman's use of coupons. CVS now apologizing. Did you hear what she said? No. It's phenomenal. She said, we, we did this story this morning. I heard you. I heard you do this story. Then he goes, the, the guy the at the store goes, yeah, we have the woman right here. She's African-American. She goes, I ain't African-American. I'm black. Black <laughs> is not a bad word. It was phenomenal. This woman was great. Yeah, her name is uh, Camilla. She goes, Camilla, C-A-M-I-L-L-A, just like the river. <laughs> <laughs> and they called the cops on her just for using too many coupons? Well, he th- thought she was using a, a fake coupon, but she wasn't. She you said, actually get arrested for fake coupon usage? No, of course <laughs> Fake guys coupons are, are very common. Really? Oh, yep. are they really? Oh, yeah. Well, that's oh. not good news. Well, I guess that is stealing in a yep. penny Annie sort yeah, yeah. of way. But yeah, it's getting it's getting ridiculous. Coupons, lemonade stands, barbecues. That's true. Like, all of it. It's all getting all out of it. hand. We sincerely apologize to Ms. Hudson for experiencing one of our stores, says a company statement, adding that the chain is investigating and suspended workers involved in the apparent overreaction until the inquiry inquiry is complete. CVS Pharmacy does not tolerate any practices that discriminate against any customer. The manager who called police, Maury Matson made a point in his 911 call to identify Hudson as African-American. The Sun-Times notes well, that Matson is running for... they f- ask you to describe the they person. They do, yes, that's, that's right. Yeah, let's calm down. He's running for 48th Ward Alderman in his campaign promises and increased police presence in the neighborhood. Matson also served as a state delegate for Donald Trump in the 2016... Oh, they had to throw that in there. They just <laughs> had to throw... He's, in, he's connected to Trump. Oh, of course. We'll be right back. Part three, hour one, Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My pillow is offering buy one my pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August 1st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146. 
and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now, 651-748-4477, or visit them online at drivewithpriority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. For some reason, I knew you were going to play that. Why did you play that? I don't know. Telepathy. Look at that. Honestly, God, I would, yeah, she's going to play that. Led Zeppelin. I love Zeppelin. Yeah, Led Zeppelin's a great group. Really good. So, Aaron Rodgers says he's trying to move past Barr hit, but, oh, he's still pissing and moaning about uh, Such a Anthony baby. Barr. He's, he is a big baby. What's Barr hit? I don't even know what you're talking Anthony about. Anthony Barr, the linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings. Tackled him and broke his collarbone. Yeah, oh, that took him oh, out. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, big baby. The first item in his first column is on Aaron Rodgers. Peter King had his first pro football talk column. Uh, the Packers quarterback, whom King caught up with this past week at uh, this week's golf event in Lake Tahoe. That guy's a hell of an athlete, by the way. He was dunking a basketball. Who, Rogers? Rogers, yeah. Oh, yeah. Except I think that it was probably an eight-and-a-half-foot rim. That's the only thing I'm thinking. Because it didn't seem to me that Steph Curry, mm-hmm. he couldn't have been much more than three feet over the rim <laughs> when he dunked it. <laughs> Honest to God. He was way up there. He uh, says here, I write about Rodgers quite a bit in this space because, A, he's the best player on the second most popular NFL team in Minnesota to the rival uh, hometown Vikings. Number two, I think he's the best quarterback of his generation. And three, he tends to say interesting things that indicate his state of mind. Why is it the Packers keep getting the best quarterback of their generation? Yeah, they kind of lucked out going from Favre to, to Aaron to Rodgers. Rodgers. And if you go back in the day of Bart Starr. Bart Starr was good. He was man. a good, phenomenal quarterback. He was, so. no doubt about it. Well, how Magic much are they paying Mike him? Oh, he it's makes probably all about money, right? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. 100% about no, money. No, but they drafted him. Yep. And so, yeah, they oh. traded for Brett Favre. Oh. The Atlanta Falcons gave him up for, in a trade. Maybe they know how to Whoops. spot talent and keep him. <laughs> Whoops. That was not a good yeah, idea. And in, and in the NFL, it's a lot harder for players to just move team yeah, to team with the franchise tag harder. and all of that. So, Yeah, so I don't know. He tends to say interesting things that indicate his state of mind. As such, I found a couple of nuggets from King uh, particularly interesting. First and foremost, King and Rodgers talked about whether Rodgers needs to adjust his playing style after breaking his collarbone twice. Wow. That inevitably led to a discussion about the season-ending hit from Vikings linebacker Anthony Barr last season. I mean, I think it's time to move on for everybody, Rodgers said. Great. Case closed. No more need to talk about it. And then Rodgers talked more about it. <laughs> I, had, I had looked over just to see if maybe there was going to be a thumbs up or, hey, you okay or whatever. It's a league where you appreciate uh, what we put our bodies through. I thought, knowing that I wouldn't be on the ground unless it was a significant injury, that maybe he'd come over, be looking over, giving me a thumbs up, you okay, or something. 
but it wasn't the case. We had some words exchanged on both sides. Because I believe Barr told him to go F himself. Well, yeah, after Favre was yelling at him as he's walking yeah, he off was, the field. He was yelling at him, yeah. So when you, when you injure a collarbone, I'm guessing it – so that's a – he broke it the first time? He broke it, And yeah. he broke it again. I think he broke it before Barr broke it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, so I mean, once you have an injury like that, isn't it just more prone to – Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I would imagine that's probably true. But he uh, – look, I got nothing against Aaron Rodgers except for he's a Packer. But other than that, um, he held on to the ball way too long. He should have gotten rid of it, and Anthony Barr made him pay for it. He didn't mean to break his collarbone, but when he did, it was like, you know. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was a tough clean titty, hit. said the kitty. Yes, tough <laughs> titty. That's exactly what he's I, I met Aaron Rodgers actually before that game. Uh, he came into the House of Comedy. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, maybe it was two years ago. Anyway, they came into the House of Comedy and uh, him, their kicker, and like an offensive lineman. And mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers was one of the most like socially awkward people oh, yeah. that That's I've ever met. Like, tried to really? say hi to him, and he like looked at me like we brought they brought out his food and he wouldn't like speak to the servers because he like the kicker did all the talking for him i think the kicker even paid i was like you're making millions of dollars to make the kicker pay for your food you know you brought up one of your listeners to uh pro con profession confession oh yeah uh nick swartzen is a really good friend of aaron Rodgers. is he really yeah they're really good friends even though nick's a vikings fan even though nick's a vikings fan that's very very true yeah i don't know what that's all about but it's uh yeah, he and he and Aaron Rodgers. Matter of fact, Nick Swartzen told him, "If I'm going to get together and have dinner with you, it's got to be someplace private because I can't be seen with the Packers quarterback." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Nick apparently was recommended somebody to be on Profession Confession. He listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's yeah. good. That is nice. That's a good thing, no doubt about it. But in any case, I just um, as we roll through life, here's some interesting news popping up every now and again, and I just. This whole thing with Donald Trump and Putin, can oh we just let God. it go? I'm sick of it. <laughs> I am too. Oh, here we go. Some Republicans in Congress criticized Trump's comments on Putin. Well, good for them. They criticized it. What, what else do they have I, to do? I constantly criticize anybody who's president. Does that mean I know what the hell I'm talking about? No. It's just my opinion. Right? Right. I mean, I've criticized every president we've ever had. It's kind of you your know. job. Not to criticize the president, but I kind of take it upon myself to make sure it happens. <laughs> I don't know. I was, you know, I won't mention the name of the of the charity, but there was Bill Clinton was the head speaker at a charity this weekend. This man is a, is a rapist, and you're having him speak at your charity. I don't understand that. Which, by the way, I knew about, and that's why I didn't attend it. Now you didn't know that. Well, there's a difference between uh, just bashing someone or. And constructive criticism. I mean, you can criticize. Yeah, like the you're point. a rapist is constructive criticism. Well, it's the truth, but <laughs> I mean, you're not truth. dancing around, or you're just not being. Well, well, I don't I mean, do a lot, a lot of dancing around, do I? There's not a whole lot I mean, of dancing around. For you me. call out President Trump when he does something stupid. Yeah, like, uh, like getting rid of day. salt taxes. I think was idiotic. He's going to kill the housing market if he doesn't stop doing things like that. Yeah, but that's like constructive criticism. Yeah. You have you have facts, and you're basing your opinion on those facts and stuff like that. But some people just go out and just be vile and yeah, with no substance behind it they that's just because it's trendy to hate them no that's exactly right yeah salt taxes by the way are state and local taxes the cap now is ten thousand dollars there didn't used to be a cap on it you could write off your property taxes state and local taxes that kind of stuff mm-hmm. 
But Trump did it to New York, Illinois, Minnesota, California. He intentionally did it because they didn't vote for him. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. I know it's for everybody, but it really only makes a difference in maybe 10 states, probably yeah. something like that. And there are 10 states that didn't vote for Donald Trump. So this was personal, and you're harming people, and I really don't appreciate you doing that. Once again, you destroy the housing market. Remember last time that happened in 2008? It destroyed our economy for a long time, and many people went bankrupt because of it. So, Mr. President, get your head out of your ass and reverse that. That's way out of line. Well, yes, but he should know. I mean, he's in real estate. Oh, he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. He, he absolutely knew he was harming pretty much everybody in those states. You would think he'd be the first one that wants to write off his property taxes. You'd think, yeah. yeah. They're rather you have high. a billion dollars, what do you care? <laughs> or five or six or eight billion dollars, whatever it is he actually does have. But I don't know. After President Donald Trump's stunning news conference Monday next to Russian President Vladimir Putin, members of Congress, including some within his own party, were quick uh, quick to rebuke Trump's performance on the world stage and Trump's refusal to call Putin out for interfering in the U.S. election. Republican uh, Senator Ben Sass, is it Sass or Sassy? Because I don't know. I think it's Ben Sass. Yeah, Sassy sounds. (laughs) Let's go Ben Sassy. Okay, Benny Sassy. A Republican from Nebraska issued a blistering statement just minutes after the press conference wrapped. Sassy rebuked Trump's statement that he held. He used rebuked twice in the same story, so we know you know the word rebuked, okay? We, we know that. Uh, he held both countries responsible for the deteriorated relationship between the United States and Russia. Well, it is true, though, isn't it? This in particular is true, that our relationship with Russia and several other company, uh, countries, excuse me, comes and goes. This has happened with almost every president. It, that's what happened. So whatever. Look, I'm not a, any fan of Putin's. I'm not a huge fan of Donald Trump. I wasn't a fan of Barack Obama except when Tevin's around and I have to lie. But anyway, <laughs> you know, um, I just I don't know what to tell you. It, it, it's just here's what I don't understand. They, they said that they had proof that he had interrupted or interfered, excuse me, uh, with with Trump's numbers. Now they found that Russia interfered with both the Republican and the Democratic numbers. So what we're both were victim by we, I mean United States citizens were were both hammered by what Russia did. You know what happens whenever they talk about this stuff on the news? You fall asleep. I get I do. I get like this weird cloud over my brain and it just oh, i know i just turn i get like this <laughs> trance like stay like i'm not really here you hear like the charlie brown wah, 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 i know yeah, seriously exactly. i don't know it's like every time they say russians i'm like <laughs> I know your brain goes thing. in filter mode it like does. no 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 i just yep. get this strange feeling like i'm losing my mind <laughs> that's because they're just repeating the same information over and over it's literally Noise. Well, it's like background yeah. noise that you're filtering out. And, and I would like to know how much money has been spent on trying to pin the Russian yeah, problem on the other side. I, shouldn't oh, they be doing right. something else by now? Good. Yeah, you would think so. That'd be good. That'd be nice. I, I just... Uh... I mean, if, if the Russians really wanted to destabilize America, all they would have to do is come out and say, yes... One of your politicians colluded with us. Right. Goodbye. Exactly. And that would be the end of it all. Yep. Everyone would freak out and there would be a civil war. But since they're not doing that, I'm guessing that's not what they want. 
Mm, that's exactly what I'm thinking. That's not what they want. I want to blame it on everybody else. Whoever's not in my party, I want to blame it on you. Well, the dis- disruption of any kind is sort of like meddling in itself. Yeah. Just no, get, it to get everybody right. all upset and have our You're system right. disru- disruptive and not be able to move on with things is definitely meddling. I think that this is working beautifully. No, I understand. Do you think it's time, and I'm asking everybody in the room here and the listeners as well, do you think it's time that the national news and the local news gets their head out of their ass and stop <laughs> giving your side of the story? Yes. Good luck, Charlie. I am really but, yeah, that's tired. Yeah. No. I mean, could you just report the news and we'll decide if it's real or it's fake? But we don't, I don't want your opinion on what politician is doing what. Because it's your opinion. Just report the news. Okay, they're... Fred Mertz or whatever your hell you're well, I What I do is if I see a news story and I feel like it's very one-sided, I do my own research. I'm actually yeah, doing well, the go. job as the journalist. Right. Yeah. Trying to get both sides of the issue because I don't want this spin on every story because it causes you to become uninformed. And you're basing your opinions, your votes and everything on you know misinformation. I know. I agree. And it's kind of the dumbing down of America. I mean, people can't yep. think for themselves anymore. You know, CNN gives their side of it, uh, CNBC, MSNBC, Fox News. They all give their opinion on it. I don't want to hear your opinion. Just report the news, and I will decide for myself. Mm-hmm. But you both lie, so how are we going to get that done? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, you know, decide for yourself when you're fed, you know, not even truth. I, I mean, it's so... You know, and a lot of times these news stories, they try and get them out first. They don't even fact check their own stories. So, you know, you hear a news story and by the time, probably within two hours, key information has changed about two Mm -hmm. or three times. So it's, you know, I, I, I don't know what they could do to correct that because it's just, ugh. Yeah, there's no matter, and there's no like matter of fact to like the news, like you said, they're putting their opinion in it, whereas right. if they like, report it like they report like the weather. Like, mm-hmm. hey, it's going to rain today, and then you do with that information what you want. It's just, yeah, they, yeah. So they put their spin on it to fit the I narrative know. that they're trying to get out. I am so sick of it. It's unbelievable. Just report the news. I don't want to hear your opinion about the news or what's right or what's wrong. Just report the news, and I'll decide for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't need you leading me down the primrose path with your daydreams and... Uh, all of it. It just drives me nuts. Yeah, I don't even watch national news anymore. The only time I watch any type of news is local news, and that's for, like, local news stories. Yeah, that's very true to see, you know, who was killed by Tevin. <laughs> you know. There's only a couple people. They oh, just me off a couple? In, yeah, they cut me off in traffic. And well, that's like, a good... Know. See, now that's good. You've Road rage comes out. out. Speaking yeah. of traffic, I want to know who is in charge of the MnDOT overhead... Highway signs. Oh, God. They've changed quite a bit, haven't they? They're so punny. <laughs> like today, I'm driving, and it says, even Evil, evil Knievel, Knievel wore a helmet. I yeah. saw the same yeah. thing. <laughs> or um, when we, there was one just a couple weeks ago, don't relish in traffic. Nobody likes a pickled driver. Yep. I know. That's what I, to. I know. <laughs> like, who's in charge of this? Okay. What, what, it's just not, yeah, Probably a couple of hundred million to an ad agency. Yeah, yeah. probably. Up our <laughs> messages. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is just... No, you're right, though. I saw that same thing today. Yeah. Even Evil Knievel wore a helmet. Evil Knievel's dead. <laughs> Why would I possibly care what Evil Knievel did? 
Um, yeah, they do these little, clever little things now. Yeah, they're very punny. Wouldn't that cause distracted driving? There's times where I'm Why would you want to do that? <laughs> You're going to distract the driver with your little pun. I don't think that's a good idea. That's just my thought. We'll be back hour two in just a few minutes from right now. Tom Bernard Show.